Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast, which is the 21st in a series entitled Wonderful Counseling. The other articles in this series can be accessed by going to my website, thirdpeter.com. Today's article is entitled Release from Demonic Oppression and Introduction. In the New Testament, there is no word for being, quote, possessed by a demon. Regrettably, some Bible translations refer to demonization as possession, but the Greek word that is used is daimonizomai, which simply means to be demonized. All sorts of arguments has a, have arisen as a result of using the inaccurate idea of demon possession to prove that believers in Christ cannot possibly be possessed or owned by an evil spirit because God owns, possesses, and inhabits every believer. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 states this, and I quote, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. That's the New American Standard Bible. I fully agree that God does not share ownership of his children with the devil. However, if we approach this issue using the actual Greek word, it becomes clear that we are not talking about possession, but oppression. Jesus taught us that the devil's agenda is to kill, steal, and destroy. He does this work primarily through deception and fear. When Jesus walked the earth during his itinerant ministry, Peter tells us that the core of his efforts went to releasing people from demonic oppression. I'll read from Acts 10.38. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. That's the New American Standard Bible. In this verse, the word translated oppressed literally means being under the power of. This is a good way to describe demonization. Although not everyone Jesus healed had a spirit of infirmity. Some were just sick, but sickness itself is a manifestation of sin's curse and the devil's domain. The devil seeks to use people to accomplish his purposes. He works to deceive us into aligning with his God-dishonoring quest. Interestingly, demons have a desire to inhabit people. In my opinion, this is most likely due to two reasons. First, God created us to be temples for his spirit. Demons wish to spoil what belongs to God. Secondly, human bodies are pleasant and useful habitations for demons, giving them a place of rest and providing them 
with the means to act out their destructive desires. Demonization can take many forms. Anything from a person crawling around on the ground as a snake to being harassed in the mind by oppressive, sinful thoughts and temptations. It can also include a vast array of physical problems which Jesus commonly addressed during his public ministry. Deafness, inability to speak, crippling arthritis, and epilepsy, just to name a few. Demonization can also manifest itself as it did in the Gadarene demoniac who lived in constant agony alone in the tombs, cutting and generally hating himself and his condition. His pain was so great that when he saw Jesus, knowing our Lord could set him free, he ran to him and begged for help. Paul encountered and set free a young woman who had psychic abilities that came from being demonized by a spirit of Python, which used her as its mouthpiece. During Jesus' day, it was not uncommon to encounter obviously demonized people. Today, we generally lock such people away in institutions or heavily medicate them into a stupor. Nevertheless, many others suffer in less obvious ways. One of the devil's chief weapons is deception. He has managed to convince a great many people that evil spirits are not even real but were used by primitive peoples to explain medical and mental problems they did not understand. Believers who hold that the Bible is the inspired word of God cannot dismiss the reality of demons. In addition, if we wish to help people get free, we should not quickly conclude that Christians cannot be oppressed by demons. I have seen evidence of such oppression far too often to pretend it does not exist. When our theology does not match reality, something is wrong with our doctrine. My goal in these articles is to help us to properly understand the scriptures regarding demonization in order to help people find freedom in Christ.